Yes, sir. What are you reading there? What What's that say? How to start a revolution. You know what? I can help you there. AEW is having their own revolution this Sunday night. Yes, well, it's, uh, you know, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch is revolutionary. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> no, but in all seriousness, I am rather looking forward to this Sunday. And uh, for... For those of you that might be wondering, well, it, it's Tuesday. Why are you doing the pre-show? And then you said, um, said on your last show that you would do a show on Saturday. Well, that's true. And but but the reason we're doing it we're doing it this way is because some of the matches for uh, AEW have not been uh, completely announced yet. You know, such as the. Uh, Triple Threat Tag Team uh, match for the uh, for the uh, tag team titles that ladder match. So we just want to make sure that everything is um, straight up. But we also kind of wanted to give you a pre-show to today because a lot of stuff is set in stone, and it's just, it's just I think much easier to split it into two shows than try to do like a massive pre-show. Uh, which would also, by rule, will have to include um, a lot of non-AEW stuff. So by doing it today, we can focus largely on just AEW um, and just have a very, um, very tight, um, very compelling show, in my opinion, because we got some good stuff for you tonight. So this is the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, how was your Monday night? Uh, it was <laughs> it was physically painful. That had, that had to be the weirdest raw. I mean, I I go in there like I'm I have my whole I have my studio in my office where I would set up in my room. We moved the TV upstairs to my room. It's on my dresser. I got my desk, so I'm sitting on my chair, and um, I'm watching it, and it, it was just like weird. Yeah, you had, to, you had to resist the urge to fall asleep in your comfy desk chair. Jeez, I almost, uh, yeah. I, I almost did too. Uh, well, I, I understand completely because, let me tell you something, folks. Now, admittedly, toward the end of the show, things picked up and got interesting, okay? Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. Now, you know what? Um, you're going to have to tell me what happened because my, uh, my uh, PVR cut off, cut off at the end. Like before it went off the air. Okay, well, I, I can fill in the gaps for you. But um, for two hours and 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> now, now, granted, that usually happens on Monday regardless. Um, but given that we are so deep into WrestleMania season at this point, it's a, it's a little bit more uh, terrifying, to say the very least. So... Um, Elio, let's say we get raw out of the way in terms of the highs and low, low points, and then we can just uh, spend the rest of the evening going over uh, fun stuff and fun possibilities. Thank you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into Monday Night Raw. Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. My high, my high point, you know what? The KO show is never really a high point for me, but the last night's show was hilarious. 
Yeah, especially when um, when uh, Chad Gable and Kevin Owens got into that shush battle. But you, was... you, know, you know what I'm seeing here? Yeah. See how they already have a t-shirt with the word shush? You know what yeah. I'm seeing here? Shush is 2022's version of what? Well, I, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put Chad Gable in a category with Steve Austin. No, I, no I, I'm saying, like, because I'm so sick of hearing fans saying what all the time. Exactly. So, the, I, I like this. This is, like, uh, the new word. Yeah, well, that's understandable. And by the way, yeah. I, I have, to, I have to thank Chad Gable because whenever uh, people are being loud here and complaining about something, all I can do is just open my bedroom door and say, shush! <laughs> and, but I'm guessing your mother doesn't respond kindly to that? I don't think they even hear me. Well, I well then I think that's a small blessing for you. <laughs> <don't> you <think? laughs> yeah. Alright, so uh, yeah, that's my high point in uh, the match that followed. Uh, I, I, I like the, the match followed with Alpha Academy and Rollins and Owens. I agree. And then I gave another one to Bianca, Rhea, Liv, and Piper, Nikki, and Becky. And oh, juicy! After uh, Bianca with Becky with the, with her hair. Yeah, I mean, holy crap! <laughs> that that's some that's some brutal. Uh... Scars of war being worn by Becky Lynch after that. Uh, like I saw the picture on Instagram afterwards. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. She's not gonna have a good uh, Tuesday night after that one. So, um, I can't believe they're still going with this hurt business thing when uh, the hurt business doesn't even exist anymore. But the mysterious and her business. Uh, you know what? I had this. Um, High, but I'm, I, it was more of a low point for me. And this whole Miz and Logan Paul crap that's going on, I don't uh, like. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know what you do. Okay. Because uh, they've been saying how Dominic, uh, that Dominic's going to turn heel, you think they're really going to do that at WrestleMania? You, you know, if, if they're going to do it, then the time to do it is WrestleMania. But, you know, if this is the, if this is their attempt at turning uh, Dom heel, then they got a fucking problem. <laughs> because he's not coming off with any heelish tendencies now that they're involved with The Miz. No. Prior, prior to him being... Um, being in this storyline, uh, they seem to be leaning toward splitting him from Ray. Um, but but then again, the other the other part of this is would it make sense if if um, Dom turned heel, perhaps? But I I also wonder if he's ready for that. I I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's ready to be by, by himself. Yeah. And, and look, I have nothing against Tom. This is this is not this is not a negative or anything like that. It's just before any kind of heel turn takes place, 
he has to show me that he can he he can uh, you know kind of survive without his dad to a certain extent. Yep. Okay, and um, that's pretty much it for my uh, high points. Uh, my low points: I've got Omas and T Bar. Can't believe he's still there. Oh, thank God. And uh, uh, Champa versus Root. I mean, Champa versus Ziggler on NXT was good, but uh, Champa versus Robert Root. No, and, and I'm I'm not sure because I understand. And they changed and they changed his theme. Oh, I could have I could have blown up the television when I heard that. I was so pissed off. Why Why do they do that whenever they bring someone up? That, like you know, what? I wonder how they feel when they have their original theme. They must like it, but then when they go and change it, like because what? they they have no idea. These new themes that WWE comes up with, they have no personality, no. No reasoning for it. It's just random. And, you know, no, no wonder, um, no, no wonder Raw is in the, is in the doldrums that it's in because this is absolutely an example of an NXT burial once again, um, on the part of Vince and Bruce. Now, what, what makes it really sad this time because we've gone over, you know, how NXT has been stripped of anything that made it special under the uh, leadership of Triple H. But uh, that argument is is dead and gone now because because you know what's done is done. But what I what I find particularly sad about it at this point is that they're still trying to bury it, and yet it's. It's Bruce and Vince that are in charge of it now. So you're burying something that you're actively trying to build. At least you should be actively trying to build it. And yet you pull this shit. So I'm a little bit, um, I'm a little bit flummoxed with that one. Now, I, I'm not in the mood to go on a rant tonight. I'm, I'm really not because as I told you, uh, before we came on the air here, Elio, you know, I, I just got out of the shower. I, you know, I'm in my PJs and nice and comfy. You know, and I just, I don't, I don't feel like getting angry. Okay. I, I, I went to get a haircut the other day and the, the, the lady was mentioning how I have gray hairs now and I'm 33. Well, you wonder why I have gray hairs. Because of, because of this shit, <laughs> uh, you know it, it's just ridiculous. So uh, I don't I don't know if you're gonna like this version of me. Maybe because I'm just too calm this evening. But I just you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. But aside aside from um, you know, lose, so by the way, that, that's it for me. Uh, so you can go on with your high points and low points. Absolutely. Um, so, high point, I would have to say, um, I'd have to say, uh, the KO show, I really enjoyed that. Yep. And then, um, I enjoyed <laughs> Finn Balor, Damian Priest, 
Um, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Minus, minus the heel turn. I don't like the way that that was executed. Um, I I kind of like Damian Priest as a heel because, you know, people weren't responding to him as a face. So I get that point. I get that part. It's just that the execution um, was a little bit lacking for me. Okay. Um, in terms of the actual turn, and then um, another low point was I. Th- I think you mentioned this one too. Omos versus T-Bar. Um, I hated it, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, yeah, Robert Roode versus Tommaso Ciampa. I understand why they're doing it because of, you know, because of Dolph Ziggler being on uh, NXT now, which I still don't understand. But okay. But um, I have more low points, believe it or not. Uh, Reggie and uh, Dana Brooke Ugh. versus. Versus Tamina and Akira Tozawa. Just stop uh, already, please. Yeah, I, I, I'm begging you. The Hurt Business versus Ray and Dom did nothing for me, to your point earlier. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the high point of all high points, um, was, um, was Edge turning heel on AJ Styles. Okay, so, yeah, what happened there? Oh, hold on, before you go on, I just had to look up that Omos T-Bar match. Do you want it? Do you know the time on that? Yeah, I do. 36 seconds. Actually, I have 42 seconds, but, yeah, it's uh, whatever, but it was still, it was terrible. What have they done to Dominic Dijakovic? Do you remember the battles he had with Keith Lee and NXT? Yep. You know, I mean, good God. Jesus Christ. I don't know. So, go on, you were saying. But, um, but yeah, in terms of the the ultimate high point, it was definitely um, Edge's heel turn. Because at, at first, you know, he was really happy when AJ came out and accepted his challenge. Mm-hmm. But then he just, um, but then he slowly started being like a prick to AJ. Like, you know, I don't want this, you know, the, the same guy that's been in uh, the tag team with Omos. Yeah, for I, I, I saw that part where you call it the AJ Omos's bitch. Yeah, well, that, I didn't like that part because that's. That is, yeah. you know, WWE's go-to insult, which I hate. Yeah, I'm uh, saying, I'm uh, saying, I, I saw that part, and then uh, that was where it cut off after he attacked him. Okay, well, let me let me help you out with the rest of it then, because you definitely missed the best part of the show. Okay. Goddamn technological difficulties. Right. Um. So. So after they uh, they trade insults a little bit. Um, so AJ goes to shake his hand because it seems like they got past all the little clips and then, um, and then he just up and kicks AJ straight in the nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then he starts going to that dark place 
and he starts doing that weird shit with his hair and his facial contortions. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the um, and the, the evil side of Edge is coming out real quick. Uh oh. Um, so he uh, he hits um, he hits Styles with a bunch of forearms, and then you know he he seems to be calming himself. But then, no, he, he goes to the outside, grabs a chair, and sets up for the concerto, and hits not one, but two of them. Oh, wow, okay. And in, in, in between the first and the second one, he seems to regret his decision uh, to, uh, to hit him with the concerto. But then, you know, after... Teasing that he was going to get out of the ring, he comes back and hits him again. And, you know, I'm probably not doing a good job of, of explaining how good this segment was. So if, if there's any way that you can go back and take a look at that, whether it be on YouTube or... or yeah, I'm going to go back and uh, watch the segments and see, like... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a very good segment. And... Um, it really saved what was a completely lackluster edition of Monday Night Raw. I mean, yeah, see, like I said, it was just weird. I, yeah, I'm giving, I'm gonna go give it a C here. Well, and, and I'm, I'm gonna do the same. I agree with you, but let's just say, had it not been for the Edge and AJ segment, and also the um, Cam Show. No, and also the Damian Priest match with Finn. Mm-hmm. This would have been a D minus easily. I mean, this show was completely irrelevant until until Finn Balor and Damian Priest got in the ring. So, um, with that being said, uh, we will shift our attention now to the upcoming Revolution pay per view. Alright, let me just pull up the card. Absolutely. And and just a heads up, we will be back on Saturday to give our final thoughts for the upcoming uh, Revolution pay-per-view once once Dynamite and um, Rampage air, as as I'm sure there's going to be more uh, lead-in to... The pay-per-view. I am very excited about this pay-per-view based off of just the card in and of itself. I mean, this card looks absolutely amazing. All right, so I, ha- I have uh, the lineup in front of me. So, do you want to go bottom to top? Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, it's better to go uh, top to bottom because the first one, the, t- the main event is... The AEW Heavyweight Championship. That's the last one on my list here. Okay, cool. Okay, again, the poster. Alright, let me pull you up so I can see what you're... The poster. Yeah, yeah. Come on, do do better, AEW. (laughs) These posters suck. Yeah, I agree. Alright, so AEW Revolution from Orlando, Florida at the Edition Financial Arena. What a name. Yeah, that was a tongue twister. 
That was almost as bad as when you had to pronounce those Japanese names <laughs> for those shows in Tokyo. Oh my god, okay. Oh, by the way, when I was looking up um that the time on that Omas match, I noticed they had a, a, a New Japan 50th anniversary show. I'm telling you, you wouldn't have survived. They had, it was six, the, the entire show was six person tag matches. No, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Like, part of me would be very interested to, you know, see some of the top feuds. Yep. And, uh, in NJPW, but no, with that, with that, uh, structure, particularly with the tag team matches, yep. I couldn't do it. All right. And look, I'm not anti-tag team wrestling. I'm just like, but you can't give me two, three tag team matches back to back. Yeah, it's too much. You just can't. All right, here we go. Match number one for the AEW TBS Championship. I hate this. Jade Cargill, the champion going in versus Ty Conti. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Jade Cargill. Yeah, I got Jade Cargill as well. I mean, it, it, look, the AEW and um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated named um, Jade Cargill Rookie of the Year, which is a I fucking know. joke. <laughs> look, and, and look, I have nothing against Jade Cargill other than the fact that she's just not a good wrestler. She, It has nothing to do with anything else. She has the look. She has the charisma. She has everything else that it takes to be successful in this business. But as of right, as of right now, she cannot wrestle. I can wrestle better than she can, and I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> All right, so we both have Jane Cargill. Okay, next one up. I'm sorry, did I go off on a rant? I'm sorry. <laughs> A-H-F-O or whatever. Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Sammy Guevara in a six-man tornado tag team match. First of all, I hate the Hardy family office. Or is it the Andrade Hardy family office? That is so ridiculous. Why would you do that? It's it's, it's bad enough saying H-F-O. Now you have A-H-F-O. I don't know. It's just a bad thing all the way around. Um, but it's um, it's going to be Sting, Darby Allen, and yeah. Sammy Guevara. It has to be. I got the same. Sting, Darby, and Sammy. All right. A three-way tag team match for the AEW Tag Team Championships. It's going to be Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus a team to be determined, which we will find out, I believe, Morning. Yeah, and if um, if if our predictions change based on the identity of that third tag team, we'll let you know um, on our show come Saturday. Yeah, I think I think we'll have that uploaded for you pretty quick. So you should you should get our full take on that um, before the show on Sunday night, um, unless I'm very much mistaken. But um, I will get on our technical department and have them upload the show as quickly as possible. Um, Elliot, I believe you have the gentleman's number. I do. I will get a hold of him. And I tell him, you know, we need these shows uploaded pronto. Very good. Um, and uh, see what I do there? 
the gentleman's number. <laughs> What's going on? All right. <laughs> Next, we have Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. You know what? I, I want to pick a winner, but I, I, I feel like this is going to be a draw. Um, it, it certainly could be. Um, if it was me, I, I would, I would give the, um, the victory to, um, to Brian Danielson because he, he hasn't had a big victory since he beat, um, Adam Page. Okay. Or no, no, I'm sorry, no, he didn't beat him, but you, you know what I'm saying, that, that big draw and then... Oh, yeah, match, yeah. Um, a few weeks later, so... Um, so is, guess, that, is, is that your pick, or...? Yeah, my, my pick would be Brian Danielson. Okay. I don't know, I'm still, I, I feel like it's going to go to a draw. Well, it, and, and it definitely can't, it definitely could, for sure. sure. So that's going to be my pick. Um, next we have... Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. I'm going with Eddie Kingston. Um, yeah, I would I would have to say Eddie Kingston. I think he, he I think he needs the win much more than Jericho does. Yep. And uh, plus, and, and plus with um with with Kingston winning, it opens a lot of interesting storytelling doors with um. With, um, Proud and Powerful. Oh, yeah. Proud and Powerful and Inner Circle. Alright, next we have the Face of the Revolution ladder match for a future AEW TNT Championship match. Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and another member to be determined. And once again, just like with the other match... Um, where we didn't know the participant, if um, if our opinion changes based on the final participant announcement, uh, you you will you will hear that on Saturday show. But as of as of right now, my pick is Keith Lee. Yeah, I have two either Keith Lee or Wardlow. I'm gonna I'm going more with Keith Lee because he just got there. So yeah, yeah, that's my pick, Keith Lee. Yeah. All right, for the, for the AEW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Um, I, I would I would say Thunder Rosa. I think I think it's time. I think with um, I think with Mercedes Martinez possibly joining up with uh, Thunder Rosa and and turning on Britt Baker as we saw. On uh, Dynamite last week. Yep. I'm going with Thunder Rose on this one. Alright. And next we have Dog Collar Match. The first one since Brody Lee and Cody Rhodes. MJF versus CM Punk. You know what? I'm going to give it to CM Punk because I think this is the time. Wardlow is going to turn on MJF. I agree. I agree. And in the main event for the AEW World Championship, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole, the Battle of the Adams. <laughs> um, oh, God, that is so stupid. 
<laughs> right? Uh, but Paige has got to retain, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going with Paige on this one as well. So that is our our predictions for AEW Revolution on Sunday night, March 6th. And Ben? Yeah. I have a top 10. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we go from being so excited about Revolution, and now we have a top 10. Now, if you guys know my my history with Elio and these top 10 lists, he, he likes to get me to go on rants, and I just explained how calm and and relaxed I feel this evening, and if... If he pisses me off, you, you might hear some dead air for a few minutes. I'm Wait, just telling. It, it might be a little different tonight. Okay, so we'll be right back. All right, Ben, we have the top ten list. They're ranking AEW and WWE themes. Sorry, it's not top ten. It's top eight. It is a top eight list, so minus two. Whoa. All right, so we have... Axel Guzman from WrestleShop Chop Shop Talk and Unicorn Goth, which we heard her on Saturday with her top 10. So here we go with the top 8 list. I'm going to play them and then I'm going to tell you the order that first I'm going to tell you the order for one person and I'll tell you the order for the other person. Okay. Here we go. Okay, first we'll do Axel. Number eight, The Usos. Okay. Number seven, Seth Rollins. Alright. Number six, John Moxley. I agree. Number five, Adam Cole. Oh, fuck. Number four. I think you lost me right there. Number four, AJ Styles. Oh, and <laughs> here are the top three. In number three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Number two, Edge. Okay. And number one, Randy Orton. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's take a look at Unicorn Goth. Number eight. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, boy. Number seven, The Usos. Number six, AJ Styles. 
Number six, AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you're your top five. And number five, John Moxley. Oh my lord, you put John Moxley's above AJ Styles. Are you high? <laughs> and number four, we have Edge. Your top three, Seth Rollins at number three. Oh, bullshit. Adam Cole at number two. And Randy Orton at number one. Okay, some, some of them must be Randy Orton stands. Um, <laughs> okay. Right off. I, I know you hate both lists, but between the two, who, which one sounds better? The first one. <laughs> All right, so better. All right. I had to get that one out of the way, but now we're going to get into Time Warp. Oh, Lord. And I was I was wrong. for I said that USWA was going to be a two-part. It's actually going to be a four-part. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We're not doing all four parts. We are not doing all four. The reason why it's four parts is because each video is an hour or two hours long, and they are two shows in one video. So oh we're going to start with part one from October 8th of 1990, the Championship Unification Tournament. Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go with USWA. point at this time me Mark Callis was being managed by downtown Bruno who is that and for those who don't know downtown Bruno is better known as Harvey Whippleman 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> right? There's a piece of trivia I didn't know. <laughs> All right, here we go with the next match.
Championship tournament and part two we're gonna play on Saturday. So Ben, now we're gonna get into your favorite segment. Yes, sir. Well, before that, what you think of uh, part one of this show? I actually, I actually really like doing that. You know, because I, I know I've said this before, but the reason why we love doing that is because it's like an education for me personally. Because um, I'm. You know, I'm 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 much younger, and uh, you know, so sometimes it's just cool to kind of be a student at the game sometimes. Yep. And uh, yeah, the, yeah, so this is always a good time. This is fun. I love I love doing time work. Absolutely. All right, now we're going to get into wrestling roulette, and we'll be right back shortly. I'm just going to set up the list. Okay. All right, wrestling roulette. Way works. I play twenty one themes. My co host has to guess who which wrestler that theme belongs to. Ben, here's your first one. Um I really have no idea. That is Kurt Hawkins. Oh, Jesus. Alright, here we go. Track two. 
Is that Shotzi Blackheart? Shotzi Blackheart, yes. Okay, now that was done by Def Rebel. What do you think? Have, have that, you heard that? That was, that was horrible. <laughs> that was bad. Here we go. Is that Jake Roberts? Yes, sir. Jake just named Roberts. Two and one. Cool. Here you go. Track four. Peligrosa. Uh, Rosa Mendez? Rosa Mendez. Oh, you're on a roll. Three and one. Cool. Here we go. Number five. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Track six. Vince McMahon. Five and one. Here we go. Jinder Mahal. (laughs) Jinder Mahal. You're six and one. Cool. Damn. Ben, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Here Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Seven and one. Are you keeping the score as well? Yeah. The Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior. You, you were looking down, so you didn't see, but I said we were beating you. I was like, me. No, no, I, I looked up at last minute and I saw you do that. No, okay, the B team. Okay, now, okay, this is a terrible theme, but who did this, Def Rebel or CFO? This, that was CFO. And that was CFO, and that was terrible, too. Yeah. I can only imagine what Def Rebel would have done. Oh, God. All right, so we have nine and one. I don't know. Oh, I stumped him. <laughs> Vladimir Kozlov. Hmm. Uh, okay, well, well, I wouldn't have guessed that one. So. <laughs> All right, nine and two. 
So, track 12 coming up. I think you guess. <laughs> well, both of us are better looking than that guy. <laughs> HPK. <laughs> 10 and 2. Okay. You track 13 coming up. Where the hell is Miro on AEW television? That's Rusev. Rusev. So, okay, yeah, 11 and 2, right? Yes. So, so that's 11 or 12? Uh, that was... I believe that was 11. Okay, so this... Okay, here we go. Track 14 coming up. Sure. That's Biggie. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So eleven and three. Okay. Track fifteen yep. coming up. Let's see, uh, I don't know, Jose Lothario's. That is Grand Medalik. Uh, well. <laughs> 11 and 4, here we go. What? Okay, just add that to the L column because I have no idea. <laughs> okay, that's 11 and 5. That is Sylvain Grenier. Good God. Okay. Is that Mark Henry? Mark Henry. Was that a guess? No. Okay. I recognize that 3 6 Mafia. Actually, it's not 3 6 Mafia. I, well, it sounded like it. It's Heat Mob. Oh. Well, so. So, 11 and, uh, it's still 11 and 5. No, 12 and 5, because I got that right. Oh, yeah, sorry, 12 and 5. Okay, 12 and 5, yeah. here we go. Track number 18. Brie Bella. Brie Bella. That's uh, 14 and 5. Here we go. Two more. Uh, you mean tw- that was 12 and I think what? Yeah, I'm sorry, 12 and 5, that's 13 and uh, 5. Yeah. 
That was 13 before, and now it's 14 with this one. Oh, okay. So, two more. Here we go. Okay. That is Santos Escobar. Is that his solo theme? Yep. I, I don't think I've ever heard his solo theme. Alright, so 14 and 6. Last one. Are you ready? Yep. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Uh, 16 and 5. Yeah, I did, I did really good. Well done. Alright. I think that's the best I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Saturday we have our AEW Dynamite Review NXT uh, Level Up Rampage and SmackDown. And, of course, Time Warp Challenge for the Championship Part 2 and Wrestling Roulette. And then we have our post show the following Tuesday. Absolutely. So, Ben, we say bring this show to a close. Sounds good, brother. All right. So, that's it. Another edition of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. See ya. Colossal, we come these renegades in the ring.